When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is vsin's big bets with dave ross and amal shaw on vsin the sports betting network Begin the Tuesday edition of Big Bets here on Decent Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at Sat Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. College football has come and gone for 2022. As we begin 2023, what was old is new again. Georgia repeating as national champions with a 65 to 7 thrashing of the frogs last night. TCU never, never in doubt in this one. What 10 to 7 at one yep. point, and then it was all Georgia all the time. Uh, you, before we really look ahead, I, I know people have already looked ahead to the possible three-peat. You look at Georgia and the numbers come out, the books put them out right when the national championships is over, looking ahead to next year. It's the calm before the storm for teams like Oklahoma that are going to join the SEC. Remember, they had a, a scheduled game, Georgia did, for this year with Oklahoma that was canceled. And remember, the SEC basically said, hey, don't schedule those games because they're going to be coming in conference. When you wrap up what you saw this year with Georgia, repeating mm-hmm. as national champion, yep. and try to project what you think you'll see in 2023, is are we looking at a potential three-peat? Oh, definitely. I mean, when you look at it, their schedule's not that strong. I think they should be able to navigate the schedule fairly comfortably. And, you know, the great thing about being Georgia and LSU, you get to play your playoff games at home. <laughs> That's not a lie. LSU's won three national titles in the last two decades, right? Mm-hmm. All three of the na- national title games were at the Superdome. Wow. I mean, so if you think about it, it's such a huge advantage you have there. Georgia's in a great position. Um, they got a ton of talent coming back next year. The big thing's going to have to replace Stetson Bennett. And mm-hmm. I think people realize his worth and how good he was as the season progresses. But when you look at it, somehow, once again, they don't play Alabama, you know, in uh, cross conference. Until we get to the SEC yeah. championship. Shocking wish, how that works out. I wish the SEC would say, listen, dude, we know the rest of the country is pretty dumb when it comes to college football. So we're going to schedule like scammers and we're going to make <laughs> sure we set this thing up properly. You look at the toughest game of the year. They're probably at Neyland Stadium for them. I mean, they don't play. Their schedule looks well, cake. You got to give them credit for the non-conference next year. I'm going to play at Georgia Tech. UT Martin at home. Ball State. And the UAB Blazers. Remember so, the, very, very, the very Oklahoma daunting. game. They did I, I mean, schedule I, Oklahoma. That was I don't canceled. know if you guys want to take a bet, but I, I'm <laughs> going to say right now they're going 4-0 in that non-conference. <laughs> Probably. So the other shortest favorite on the board here, plus 275, to win and repeat and have a three-peat here as national she, champions. Hey, your guy Jim Beheim would be proud of this schedule. <laughs> at least they leave the state of Georgia at some point, don't they? Uh, they do not. 
<laughs> that's a Jim Beheim schedule. That is non-conference, they do not leave the state of Georgia. Wow, that's just the way Beheim would do it up there in New York. So you look at it, it's, it's the usual suspects that are going to be right back at the top of the, the pecking order next year with Georgia 275, Bama 5-1, to one, Ohio State 8-1, to one, Michigan back in there at 10-1, to one, which is yeah. interesting to me because now they've been to the national uh, playoff here two years in a row, haven't got to the final yet, but now – they're right there with Ohio State. Look at that. It's SEC. It's Big Ten. And then we start to get into the Clemsons and the SCs of the world and so on and so forth down the road. But it does feel like we're seeing the supremacy in both the Big Ten and the Pac- uh, in the SEC again. Yeah, I, I think it was no surprise the top four teams there. But I'll tell you, the team that I got my eye on is USC. Mm. You know, watching Caleb Williams over the last four or five weeks of the season, I, ha- I can't recall a quarterback who's as good at being mobile in the pocket without running and keeping his eyes down the field and finding the receiver. This guy's absolutely unbelievable, justified in winning the Heisman Trophy. But, you know, to me, I I think when you look at the talent that Lincoln Riley's going to bring in, um, USC could be there. The one thing is, though, the good news for anti-SC people like myself, you've got Alex Grinch as your defensive coordinator, so they shouldn't be going too far when they get to face a team like Georgia. The the Pac-12 is going to be quarterback U next year, I believe. And we Mm -hmm. saw the news that Cam Rising's coming back to Utah. By the way, Utah. Where was he going, by the way? Back to college. 40-1 to for the Utes next year. We mentioned it with Oregon, and obviously Mm -hmm. you've got uh, stability there at the quarterback position. Washington, you've got stability at the quarterback position with these guys, you know, opting to come back to school, which is kind of a new phenomenon where these guys aren't running to the NFL or trying to take their wares like a Bo Nix to the the next level, like a Michael Penix. So so they're coming back. The Pac-12 could be, to me, the most interesting conference to not have a favorite to really make it to the college football playoff. Yes, SC would be the the fifth team on that list at 14-1, to but still – it feels like you could get two in again like they did this year from one conference like the Big Ten. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the quarterbacks for the Pac-12 next year. Bo Nix at Oregon, Michael Penix at Washington, Williams SC, Rising Utah, DJ Uyunglele at Man. Oregon State, Shadur Sanders at Colorado, Cam Ward, Mr. Interception back at Wazoo, Dante Moore, the freshman out of Detroit, potentially starting for UCLA, and then Drew Pine, the Notre Dame transfer to Arizona State. So you could have a league full of guys wow. that really have an opportunity there. Um, LSU is a team to keep an eye out for uh, Jaden Daniels back for them. That team should be very, very good next year. Uh, of course, they've got to navigate the West. So always challenging, in my opinion, the toughest division in college football. Um, I'm not buying Clemson uh, 14 to one until somebody teaches Cade Klubnick that you can't go back like a punter on every Man. play. He just keeps backpedaling in the pocket 30 yards. Yeah, well, really good in his defense, when you have the ball at the one yard line, you do have 109 yards. <laughs> Plenty of room. Plenty, Plenty of room. room. <laughs> exactly. A lot of green in front of you when you keep backing up like that. <laughs> now, uh, I'm seeing some Heisman odds at, uh, at another shop. Uh, Jordan Travis, 12 to 1, do anything for you, Ball Shop? Yeah, it does. Florida State's going to be very good. That's my pick to win the ACC. Ton of starters back. I think 16 total starters next year. This team's going to be really, really good. I think Jordan Travis's mobility, the brand name of Florida State, helps playing in the Eastern time zone makes a difference. Uh, I think they've got a great shot to win the league. He's a guy to pay attention to. 20 to 1, uh, by the way, for Florida State to win the national championship next year. Put it at 200 to 1. It's the same thing. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Penn State, 28 to 1. And then you get some of those Pac 12 schools at 30 to 1 for Oregon and 40 to 1 for Utah. I'm going to tell you right now, Penn State's going to be really good. Mm -hmm. Drew Allard, Singleton. I forgot the other kid I had running back. I forgot. Well, can they beat Michigan or Ohio State? Well, they get, that up, they get Ohio State and Columbus. Okay. Uh, they get Michigan at home. Um, Michigan's going to be good. I'm surprised Blake Corum's coming back. If you're a running back, to me, you got to get to the league as quick as possible. J.J. McCarthy do anything in the Heisman conversation next year? Does he take another league? Because he was taking steps, it looked like, this year. I, I think the running game is too strong at Michigan. I think Corum and Edwards are too powerful. That they, He's a complementary piece to them. Yeah. Where in most situations, when you look at other teams, like, for example, Alabama and Ohio State, even though their running backs were elite in terms of Gibbs and uh, Travion Henderson – they're a complimentary piece to their quarterback. McCarthy, 30 to 1, what I'm looking at right now. Caleb Williams is the short shot, of course, at 4 to 1. Yeah. See, I, I tell you the problem with Caleb Williams is at 4 to 1. They don't necessarily want to give a Heisman Trophy, the voters do, to a guy to repeat. You've got yeah. to be an all timer. And he, to me, is a phenomenal player. There's no question well, you about it. saw with Bryce Young. Yeah. Right? They yeah. just don't want to do it. Well, yeah. Especially if they're not going to be. You know, if it was like this year, right, if you're not in the playoff conversation, mm-hmm. really, or right there at the end, if you're not in the playoffs, then I think it makes it even tougher. Yeah, I think it gets very tough. After you've won it, there is some sort of recency bias, voter fatigue, whatever you want to phrase it, that it feels like unless you're Superman, even though Bryce Young had a 
maybe a better year this year than he did last year. It, we just see that year in, year out. It's really hard to repeat. So I wouldn't play him as the smallest favorite on the board. I, I would agree with you. You know, to me, I thought Bryce Young this year was the second most valuable player for almost any team. Now, there's a couple other teams you can make arguments for. I thought Caleb Williams at SC was probably the most valuable player. Mm-hmm. But I thought Bryce Young to his team, what he meant was incredible. As we're wrapping up this college football talk with Georgia now, the, the, the defending reigning for two years in a row going in, you know, I'm seeing reports here, Jim Harbaugh, the name getting floated out there from Michigan, of course, to possibly go back to the NFL. We're hearing that the Broncos conducted a virtual interview with Harbs, which means either FaceTime, if Jim could figure that out, or just a telephone call. But I, I look at that and I go, I, I love Harbs, and I think he would be an excellent coach. He's been an excellent coach wherever he's been. Pro, obviously, we saw what he did there with the Niners, took them to a Super Bowl. We've seen what he's done now, resurrecting Michigan to back-to-back uh, national semifinals here. So the proof's in the pudding there. Will Kirby Smart, is this just, we look at guys and go, just a college coach, great college coach. But I, I do wonder, you're not going to talk to Nick Saban. He already did that years ago to go to the NFL. I'm not saying he's too old to do it. I'm just saying he's set in his ways. He's going to stay at Alabama. We know that. Why don't they look at a guy like Kirby Smart and say, should they not consider him in the NFL? Well, I, I mean, you strongly could, obviously, but I, there's a couple of factors for me. One, the failure of college coaches at the next level, mm-hmm. right? Even as great as Nick Saban was, as Urban Meyer was, those two guys combined have, what, 10 national titles? Right. Kirby Smart's got two. But I don't know if there's a coach that is more, in, you know, to me, intertwined with the program than Kirby Smart. He played for the dogs, right? right? He's from the state of Georgia. His dad was a high school coach in Georgia. If I'm Kirby Smart, I take my $10 million a year, you're probably now the most powerful guy in the state of Georgia ahead of a congressman or, I mean, excuse me, a senator or a governor there. If I'm, if I'm Kirby Smart, I got an opportunity. He really does because if you look at the in-state town in the state of Georgia, he's got a chance to go on a run that's, far, that's better than Nick Saban. Well, that's the thing now because Saban's done it winning back-to-back titles at Alabama. Now Kirby Smart's done it at Georgia here. Where do we put Kirby Smart now in the, in the pantheon, if you will? Like, you know, look, you look back and you go like, well, Vince Dooley back in the day at Georgia, that was the guy, right? Well, now it's Kirby Smart. Like, Joe Pa will always be Penn State. That will still be until they get another one to go out there and win some national championships at Happy Valley. Where is Kirby Smart now? Has he already gone to that Herschel Walker place in, in Georgia lexicon? Oh, no question about it. It's not even close, right? I mean, this guy's a uh, second and 26 away from having won three national mm-hmm. titles. I mean, he, he's been tremendous back-to-back national titles and give him a ton of credit. You know, look, I, I, Ryan Day, if he goes for it on fourth and one, I think Ohio State's playing for a national title and beats TCU. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine sent me a message last night. I thought it was a great point. He goes, TCU playing this game actually hurt them more than beating Michigan in the semifinal. I mean, they got embarrassed so bad. Wow, yeah. 65 to 7. Well, I think Georgia mixed, missed an extra point. Yeah. Right? Well, the, so t- well, the kicker 66. got, he was fatigued. <laughs> I mean, soft. You know, that's his ninth PAT attempt. You don't generally kick nine PATs except for two weeks. Amazing. I'm with you on that. It was embarrassing. I mean, look, congratulations, TCU. Unbelievable season. You beat Michigan in the semifinal. You get to the championship game and then just. It just felt like the sky fell on you last night. I mean, that, well, that was embarrassing. It's, it's hard to say the, the little engine that could, and they got it as far as they could go, and then that tugboat just ran out of steam. I, I didn't understand the punt on fourth and six. Uh, from across the 50. I, I was like, they're going to score every time they have the ball. You don't have enough possessions here. Yeah, that was the, that was the thing. We talked about tackling with TCU. The guys were running free. Well, it's like being down a double break against Sean Isner. You're like, well, that's, that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, not competitive. If you had Georgia, you easily cash those tickets. The over uh, cashed those as well rather easily in that 65-7 to seven stomping. Okay, going to have Frank Schwab on. Going to have Calvin Watt. Watkins on as well later on. Going to talk all things NFL. We get to Wild Card Weekend this weekend. Uh, but when we come back, we do have, do have some other news and notes we're going to get to as well uh, before we really delve deeper into the NFL. So come on back. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. We keep going on on Big Bets. Breaking news coming in. I don't know if uh, Lincoln Riley listened to the first segment so far of the show, but this news comes from Arash Markazi on Twitter, and he says USC will keep Alex Grinch as a defensive coordinator next year. USC gave up over 10 yards per play against Tulane in the Cotton Bowl and lost a 15-point lead in the final four minutes of regulation. USC gave up 93 points over the final two games of the season. Shaw, the floor is yours. Well, great move by SC because now everybody else like myself that can't stand them. Great opportunity for teams to be able to take steps forward against that defense. Horrific. Tulane. How many points did they put up against anyone like this? They didn't. You know what? They go out against USC. No problem. We'll, we'll, we'll make plays. We can move the ball at will against them. We'll be able to run it. <laughs> Alex Grinch has not been good. I've been saying this since he was at Washington State. Ohio State hires him. They get rid of him in a year. Ryan Day, best movies made. And I think part of the problem is that Alex Grinch and Lincoln Riley are comparable in age, and I think they've got a tight relationship. And sometimes when you're too close to the situation, we've seen it with your guy Jerry Jones in Dallas for a long time. Mm-hmm. Can't get rid of players or coaches because of the affinity for them on a personal level. And I think it's the situation with USC. If you oh, get rid of uh, Alcorn State, USC would be the uh, school that Tulane put the most points up on this year. Uh, see, Kelly knows what's up. But uh, you got to go FCS there. you got to go FCS, yeah. yeah. Why would you take a, take a shot at my guy Jason Garrett? That's that's what that was. That whole thing, Alex Grinch was wrapped inside of a shot at Jason Garrett. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about Garrett. You know what's funny? I actually like Garrett afterwards, but I'll tell you what, I've been in a lot of Garrett press conferences. What a condescending prick. I mean, Jesus. You, you t- Listen, dude, don't even sit there and act like you got into Princeton on your academic I challenge. Was say, he, went to, he went to university school in Cleveland. I know the school. Let me tell you something, okay? He was not there on academic credentials. He was there because he could play quarterback. Oh, my God. You talk about a guy that was so condescending in press conferences. Calvin's coming up shortly. We sat in those pressers. I guess this guy thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Princeton guy. Smart guy. Oh, you, well, you don't I, think people haven't gotten in on legacy there? I, I will not name names, but I know a guy that went to Dartmouth. He let you know he went to Dartmouth. I get it. I know that 
when you get in those schools, you're smart. You don't need to keep giving me your resume. Hey, you know, our boss went to Dartmouth. I'll just let you know. <laughs> uh, let's get to some other breaking news of the day. I do not know, I did not know, that this would be the winner of Correa. Carlos Correa has basically been with, in essence, three different teams in the span of three months. Right? Minnesota, leaves Minnesota, he's going to the Giants. Until he's not going to the Giants, and then the physical comes back, and they're going to say, no, we're not going to honor that contract. This is done. You had an injury about eight years ago, and that's going to really make us balk on this deal. Okay, fine. I'll go to the Mets. Steve Cohen's throwing out money like candy. Then he gets to New York. It's a done deal until the same physical comes back, and they go, you know what? We don't want to do this either. So it looks like he's going back, back to Minnesota. A six-year, $200 million contract. This is from Jeff Passan. The deal has a vested option that can max out at $270 million. Ah, it is pending a physical. It's the last line of the tweet from ESPN that would give me pause. Because, again, signed, sealed, and delivered San Fran. Signed, sealed, and delivered New York. Pending the all-important physical. Amal, what's amazing to me is this guy had a D.C. year last year in Minnesota. Nobody ever even thought that we'd be talking about an injury almost a decade ago that keeps getting red flagged. If you're Minnesota, why would you then take him back if two other teams now have said, we just do not think that the risk is worth it? I don't have a problem with them taking him back. My question is, why are you taking him back for $33 million a year? I, he's still getting paid, right? Yeah. Like, what, what is uh, Scott Boris threatening to take Kenta Maeda away from you? <laughs> My God, are you kidding me? We'll help Kenta pack. I mean, give me a break. I, I don't get this. The amount of GMs that acquiesce in situations like this where it's not necessary, you hold all the chips. Yeah. This guy's gotten kicked out of two major markets for San Francisco and New York. Now you're coming back to the Twin Cities. I'd be like, listen, we can offer you six years, $100 million. You don't like it? Go wherever you want to go. Maybe 20, 25 million max. Why are you paying him 33 million? And by the way, it's just pending a physical, like you said, Dave. Mm -hmm. I'm not even convinced he's going to pass the physical. What is different? Are your doctors right. different in Minneapolis? Than they are in New York and San Francisco? That was my question about the Mets, right? Because when you said that when he first went there, right? Because he would have first get, got what didn't he play for the twins last season? Yeah. yeah. But right? no. So you so, have to have a physical last yeah. year. And that's you play, the part that's kind of confusing to me. It feels like the twins are far more confident. Now the right? one year anyway, deal where they don't care if you're damaged goods. I mean <laughs> I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense though, to the point of if you're basically you're not failing physicals, but there there are reservations now with two major teams here, the Giants and the Mets, that said, okay, you're not failing them, but because of this pre-existing condition with this leg that dates back almost a decade, now we've got questions. So to Kelly's point, yeah, Minnesota already did their due diligence a year ago, brought them in on a one-year deal. It worked out. We had a good year in Minnesota last year. and They're probably saying, all right, as long as maybe we're playing with fire because now this deal could be, again, maxed out at 270 over six years. If this thing does rear its ugly head at some point, then they could really be on the hook for long term. It, I, I don't get this. And here's the other thing to me where the NFL is such a better run sport than baseball, right? Mm -hmm. The NFL, you know, Michael Lombardi on our network made a great point a few years ago saying the Patriots would not approve their doctors would not approve Todd Gurley to be drafted because of his knee concern coming out of Georgia. They said he wouldn't get to a second contract. Well, here's the thing in the NFL. You could sign guys. You can release them pretty quickly. You're not as much committed in terms of financial requirements to a player if you don't give that much of a guarantee. In baseball, where you have all the cards in this situation because you're giving a, lot, you're giving a guarantee on the whole contract, you, to me, have all the leverage, and they still acquiesce. I, I don't get it. Yeah, and if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if there's doctors really concerned out there, why wouldn't you just do a, hey, we're going to give you less years but more money per year? Yeah, I'm going to give you a three-year deal. Or based on games and played. And up the per, per year money. Or do an incentive-based one. All right, games played. As long as you – like, hey, we'll give you the full 270 as long as you play 140 to 162. Like, why not have that type of clause in there? I, I, to me, I would agree with you completely. Now, the union in baseball wouldn't necessarily go for that because then all of a sudden you start to see that in other contracts. But if I'm the twins, I go to uh, Carlos Correa and say, here are the terms – and to Kelly's point, you got to play 120. Okay, if the union doesn't want to go for it, we'll give you a two year, we'll give you a three year deal. We, last one was 105 for three. Right. And then he had the opt out after year one. Fine. Well, I, the, the other thing that doesn't make any yeah. sense to me, we talked about it when it looked like Correa was going to the Mets, right? Leaving San Fran. Mm -hmm. And the numbers got shorted in the futures market. The Mets were about 10 to 1 to win the World Series. They dropped to 7 to 1. They're still right now the second betting favorite behind the Astros, the Mets, to win the World Series. 
So the books adjusted for Correa news going, but then they don't readjust now that he's not there. So remember that, people, that if you're looking at the Mets today, that number was shorted, whether or not you and I talked about it the day that he was going to New York. Like, I, I wouldn't move it because of Correa, right? Good, good player, good addition. He was going to play third base in New York and look like, okay, I understand maybe a small move. But that was a significant jump to go down to 7-1 to uh, in the futures market, and it hasn't gone up yet. So, again, if you're a Mets backer, just wait. There's no reason to back these numbers now. And eventually you'll see what this team looks like without Carlos Correa now in that lineup. And I assume this would get back up to 9-10-1. to Yeah, guys, you know, it's funny. When he signed with the Metropolitans, you would have thought it was A-Rod Prime right? going to the uh, to the Metropolitans. You're like, I'm sorry, is this 2007? <laughs> are, are we getting 52 bombs out of our with, shorts? With an injury concern, which we all knew about in San Francisco. So, so, and then, of course, every Mets fan I know today has been, well, it's okay. It's okay because we'll go after Shohei next year. So we're going to get Shohei. Well, yeah, Shohei Otani, I think, is going to the Dodgers. I will tell you this, though, Kelly. That's real. That talk because I'm on a bunch of Mets. Oh, I text. know it's real. That yeah. is a real thing. Like, great. We saved the money. You saved we the money. We saved the Correa money for <laughs> next year for Otani. Wait, but real quick, Dave, to your point about the odds. So think about there's been no baseball played, right? John Ewing <laughs> over at MGM laid this out in a tweet. They opened them at 11 to 1. Mm-hmm. After DeGrom went to the Rangers, Mets go up to 17 to 1. Wow. When they signed Verlander, down to 9 to 1. Okay, expected report goes out there about expected to sign Correa down to plus six fifty. Correa signs with Twins, they move it to plus seven fifty. So barely moves, barely moves. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get the adjusting. And I get it, Mets fans, because I'm a Mets fan, right? We have visions of grandeur. This is the year. Stevie Cohen, Uncle Steve's going to get it done. He's going to spend all the money in the world. We'll go buy that championship this year. You got to take into account that you don't have Carlos Correa, you don't have Jacob Degrom. To me, that's a bad bet. That is not a smart wager right now. In an in an NL East, they'll be lucky to just survive that with the Phillies reloading. I know Bryce is going to be out for a while, but they got Trey Turner as well. The Braves are still the Braves. I mean, the division is going to be rock solid, and the Mets are losing guys. Now, if you want to count that as a, a subtraction, you didn't really have Correa, but now he's already gone. And you lose Jacob DeGrom, you know, Jacob Cy Young. To me, there's no way I'm playing the Mets at plus seven or, or seven fifty to win the World Series. You know, you guys are absolutely right in what you're saying, and I agree. And what I don't get is you go from uh, 11 to 1 to 17 to 1 when DeGrom leaves, but then when Verlander comes in, you go from 17 to 9 to 1? How, how, does, how does that happen? How, I love Verlander, by the way. He had a great and, year last year, but I'm taking DeGrom still uh-huh. at this stage of the game. By the way, the one other knock that I have on Carlos Correa is the number of games played. He played 153 in 2016 and 148 in 2021. Other than that, this guy's 109, 110, that's 75. Why I, I would make it incentive-based and say, hey, man, you got to play because yep. we're worried about that lag before we give you this guaranteed 270 over six years. All right, come on back. Let's talk a little bit about the NFL next here on Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients. It's completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive a chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We keep rolling on on this Tuesday edition of Big Bets. It's the day after the end of the college football season. Congratulations, Georgia Bulldogs. You are now a two-time reigning defending national champion. Now, what was interesting to me is nothing really changed last night. I don't believe in the context of the draft. Now, maybe you look at Jalen Carter and think, okay, potentially he could go number one overall. Ryan Poles is now just completed his first year as the new GM with the Chicago Bears. And they got a whole new brain trust there, Matt Eberflus. Because the Texans were silly enough to figure out a way to lose that game against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday, the Bears were smart enough to play Nathan Peterman and tank their game, in essence, against the Vikings. And now they get the number one pick. Ryan Poles said this. I'd have to be, quote, absolutely blown away to take a quarterback at number one. Now, what's interesting about that statement is when you look at the odds as to who the number one pick would be in said draft, guess who the betting favorite is to go number one overall? Bryce Young, minus $1.25. These two things 
could exist potentially. Ryan Poles, by the way, has, if he doesn't know how to play poker, he should call Amal Shaw right now, hire Amal for the draft only, and say, Amal, I'm going to let you play poker for me with this number one pick. We talked about it yesterday. When I hear that quote and when I see the odds that Bryce Young and, oh, by the way, the first two picks that are favored to go, potentially number one, are both quarterbacks. And everybody's going to say the narrow. Well, Bears aren't going to take a quarterback. No, they're not. But that doesn't mean the Bears will end up with that number one pick. If I were Ryan Poles, I would go to Justin Fields and say, listen, here's the deal. Uh-oh. We're going to call every team in the NFL telling them we're going to trade you. We're not going to do that, but this is what we're going to do. And then this way you can create a potential interest or at least a bidding war to be able to move back in the draft. If you're the Bears, you're comfortable being at – Two, three, four. No question. Remember, remember when John Lynch absolutely just crushed the Bears for the Mitchell Trubisky move? Yeah, moved up one, one spot, spot to two when nobody was exactly. looking for Mitchell Trubisky at two. Exactly. Except for Ryan Pace. Yeah, I, I think when you look at the top four guys in the draft, Young, Stroud, Anderson, and Carter, any order you can put them in, it's going to be based on individual team preference and what the need is. But um, it, it'll be really interesting to see if I were Chicago and realistically, let's say they didn't have a quarterback that they were potentially going to stay with in Justin Fields. I would look at Stroud in the weather there in the conditions over Bryce Young just based on arm strength alone. Uh, but I think either of these guys are going to be really good. Uh, Will Anderson, I think, is going to be tremendous. I know Jalen Carter, a lot of people like him a lot, so he's a guy that could go number one overall. So this, this should be a fun, interesting draft. The one thing with Carter, he can have an impact defensively immediately because of where he plays on the line. Same with Anderson. So this should be a fun draft. And I think we're, what we're getting at here is when you're starting to make these future wagers about who's going to no, go number one overall. Yes, Bryce Young is still my star 25, but that would mean the Bears would have to trade out of that spot. I see no scenario with what they have in Justin Fields in Chicago and with the new offense and with a new head coach and a new GM that they would. I mean, Chicago, this is I don't want you to freak out. They're not going to cut bait on Justin Fields and go with Bryce Young number one overall. That's just not going to happen. There will be teams that are willing to call Ryan Poles with potentially a King's ransom. Again, you, you mentioned that deal with, with uh, Mitchell Trubisky with the Bears. I mentioned it yesterday in the program with, with Mike Shanahan in D.C., essentially three number ones to move up to number two in the Andrew Luck draft when the Colts were locked in at one with Luck and the, then Redskins traded all that capital to go to two to get Robert Griffin III out of Baylor that year, right? There will be a team calling the Bears, knowing that the Texans at two are going to draft a quarterback. Now, if the Texans, we don't know who the head coach is going to be. We don't know who's really going to be calling that shot. Like, if it's Sean Payton, I'm just throwing that out there. Sean Payton's going to want to pick the quarterback, right? If it's somebody of that ilk that goes to Houston, they're going to say, well, if I'm coming here, I'm picking the quarterback. And we're sitting at two. And if I don't like one and I like the other, you know what that would mean? Houston would have to negotiate with Chicago to get the pick they could have had if they just lost the game on Sunday. Yeah, but again, I, I said this yesterday. I, I'm not a fan of the indictment. The players play. Yes. But to me, I, it's not, I, I don't think it's a criticism. Your job is to go out there and win games. And you know what? If the front office wants to sabotage it, let them do that. And then you know what? You tell them, then you should, to your point you made yesterday, you yes. should have fired Lovey Smith in advance. Before the game. But even still, the 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 guy coming in for the one game, he's going to try and win. So sure. I, I'm not – look, I can tell you right now, you're not sitting here trying to create a scenario where like, hey, where my replacement comes in, I want to make sure he's comfortable. You know what? Hell with him. I don't care about him. No doubt. I'm worried about what's going to be in the future here. I'm trying to do the best job I can because I want to be on this team or I want to be somewhere else in the league next year. Agree with everything you said. And the reality remains that because Houston went out and won – don't tell me that all quarterbacks in the draft are created equal. Like this theory of, well, it doesn't matter. If somebody trades up to one, they'll get the other guy. That's not the way this works. You look back historically, right? When you have Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf, one and two. One guy works out, one guy doesn't. Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin the third. Yeah, RG3 had a great rookie year. That was it. This is not one of those fail-safes that because we're at two and you're Houston, we'll get the other guy, and that's going to work out just fine. That's not the way this process traditionally works. So they better be sure they get the guy they want, and right now because of losing that game on Sunday, they don't hold those cards. The Bears do. So somebody's going to be calling Ryan Poles to move up potentially to one to get the guy they actually want. The Bryce Young situation is fascinating to me because, I, I mean, it is – you're hearing NFL draft scouts, you know, and NFL scouts compare his abilities to Patrick Mahomes, like, which is incredible. But well, as you bring up all the time, the size thing. Well, that's the thing you I was going to say. How much is that going to matter? I'm hearing five ten. 
I know he's going to go at six feet, right? That's what Drew Brees was six feet tall. Sure he was. <laughs> if he was standing on the L.A. County phone book. No, I'm with you. Though. If Drew Brees is listed as six feet, yeah, he'll he's be six three then, right? I mean, again, I remember when Robert Griffin III was coming into D.C. and they were all quarreling over six two and three quarters, or six two and a half. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Bryce Young listed at six feet one ninety five. No chance. No, you're absolutely no right chance. about that. But here, here's the other thing. My ID says five eleven. Your ID says 5'11"? You can say whatever you want. Dude, you should be arrested for fraud. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, I've got to call Dave you out I, on that one. Dave and I have had this conversation. My, yeah. Mine says 5'10", I think. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like 5'8", in reality. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in, in Chicago, when I was getting my new ID when I moved there from Virginia, this had never happened. She said, how tall are you? And I said, 5'10". She went, like, I'm going to measure you. <laughs> she, she po- he was po- given the finger pointing forward like, come here. Like, there's no chance you're 5'10". <laughs> she, but she did the Parles camera thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me my camera. Give me you're 5'8", right? So, but that's what's going to happen here with Bryce Young. Well, we know C.J. Stroud is the legit size that you're looking for as an NFL quarterback. <laughs> Hold on a second. got to go back to this 5'11". Is your license really say 5'11"? 5'10". Well, let me ask you a question. It's not like some female is working the door going, hey, Rossi, you're 5'10". You got a shot now. I mean, what difference does it make on the license? The only person. As a matter of fact, I would go with 5'6 if I were 5'8". Maybe the cop would feel a little bit well, sorry I was say, for you. What if it's a really attractive a police officer, she pulls me over and says, oh, 5'10"? Well, how many? Yeah, maybe if I get him out of the, in car. the car, Dave. She yeah. has no idea. He's sitting down. Because you know height matters when it comes to men. <laughs> So five ten makes me feel better, but that's what Bryce Young's doing. He's doing me in the on the driver's license. He's not six feet tall. There's no chance in hell. Dave's driver's license was issued by the Alabama Sports Information Department. Apparently, <laughs> I'm six feet two ten. <laughs> Dave driving an H two Hover. He's like, yeah, that's right, five eleven. <laughs> I, I honestly, I had no idea people lie about their heights on their driver's license. That's not lying. If I'm really, if I stretch out, I can get to five ten. I got my tippy toes. Will Levis, we know, is legit size that you're looking for from yeah. a quarterback. I think C.J. Stroud is big enough for an NFL quarterback. And, and by the way, when you see a guy like Justin Herbert, and I know his Oregon career was not what people thought, but you know what they did? They did the dog and pony show. And they went, this guy is big. Josh Allen, man, accuracy is an issue. Played at a small school, Wyoming. This guy is big, right? They Justin Fields, okay, Ohio State, Randall. He's big. They want big mobile quarterbacks. That's the way the NFL is going. And no disrespect to Bryce Young, he's an electric player to watch. He's not big. He's mobile, and he can throw it, so, and he's accurate, but he's not big. So you're saying you wouldn't bet him at minus 125? No. Well, again, unless a team – falls in love with him, and will move up to one. I don't think that's a good wager at minus $1.25 because the Bears are there at one. And if the Bears don't get the deal they're looking for, they'll take Will Anderson number one. He's six to one. Yeah, you know, the problem from the betting standpoint now is the Bears in this – because now you can go Anderson, you can go Carter. Absolutely. Or somebody move up. I, I still believe Bryce Young more accurate than C.J. Stroud, but and mobility is better. Mm-hmm. And he's a Houdini in the pocket. But I'm going to tell you, when you go to these pro days – Stroud's going to blow him away. Yep. He's 6'3", 215, and he can make every single throw in the book. Kind of like my license, 6'3", 215. This, this is always a information-based betting event, the NFL draft. But it, Amal, this could be a situation where maybe take a nice plus price on C.J. Stroud before pro days and combines happen and then see if this market ends up flipping. By the way, my hair grows up, not out. <laughs> so when it's up, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, legit yeah, yeah. 5'10". Easy 5'10". When we come back, we'll get them all's thoughts on college basketball, maybe dip our toe in the NBA as well. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. v Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on v the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients. It's completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We keep rolling on on this Tuesday edition of Big Bets. It's the day after the end of the college football season. Congratulations, Georgia Bulldogs. You are now a two-time reigning defending national champion. Now, what was interesting to me is nothing really changed last night. I don't believe in the context of the draft. Now, maybe you look at Jalen Carter and think, okay, potentially he could go number one overall. Ryan Poles is now just completed his first year as the new GM with the Chicago Bears. And they got a whole new brain trust there, Matt Eberflus. Because the Texans were silly enough to figure out a way to lose that game against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday, the Bears were smart enough to play Nathan Peterman and tank their game, in essence, against the Vikings. And now they get the number one pick. Ryan Poles said this. I'd have to be, quote, absolutely blown away to take a quarterback at number one. Now, what's interesting about that statement is when you look at the odds as to who the number one pick would be in said draft, guess who the betting favorite is to go number one overall? Bryce Young, minus $1.25. These two things could exist, potentially. Ryan Poles, by the way, has, if he doesn't know how to play poker, he should call Amal Shaw right now, hire Amal for the draft only and say, I'm going to let you play poker for me with this number one pick. We talked about it yesterday. When I hear that quote and when I see the odds that Bryce Young and, oh, by the way, the first two picks that are favored to go, potentially number one, are both quarterbacks. And everybody's just saying the well, Bears aren't going to take a quarterback. No, they're not. But that doesn't mean the Bears will end up with that number one pick. If I were Ryan Poles, I would go to Justin Fields and say, listen, here's the deal. Uh-oh. We're going to call every team in the NFL telling them we're going to trade you. We're not going to do that, but this is what we're going to do. And then this way you can create a potential interest or at least a bidding war to be able to move back in the draft. If you're the Bears, you're comfortable being at two, three, four. No question. Remember remember when John Lynch absolutely just crushed the Bears for the Mitchell Trubisky move? Yeah, moved up one, one spot, spot to two when nobody exactly. was looking for Mitchell Trubisky at two. Exactly. Except for Ryan Pace. Yeah, I, I think when you look at the top four guys in the draft, Young, Stroud, Anderson, and Carter, any order you can put them in, it's going to be based on individual team preference and what the need is. But um, it, it'll be really interesting to see if I were Chicago and realistically, let's say they didn't have a quarterback that they were potentially going to stay with in Justin Fields. I would look at Stroud in the weather there in the conditions over Bryce Young just based on arm strength alone. Uh, but I think either of these guys are going to be really good. Uh, Will Anderson, I think, is going to be tremendous. I know Jalen Carter, a lot of people like him a lot, so he's a guy that could go number one overall. So this, this should be a fun, interesting draft. The one thing with Carter, he can have an impact defensively immediately because of where he plays on the line. Same with Anderson. So this should be a fun draft. And I think we're, what we're getting at here is when you're starting to make these future wagers about who's going to no, go number one overall. Yes, Bryce Young is still minus dollar twenty-five, but that would mean the Bears would have to trade out of that spot. I see no scenario 
with what they have in Justin Fields in Chicago and with the new offense and with a new head coach and a new GM that they would, I mean, Chicago, this is, I don't want you to freak out. They're not going to cut bait on Justin Fields and go with Bryce Young number one overall. That's just not going to happen. There will be teams that are willing to call Ryan Poles with potentially a King's ransom. Again, you, you mentioned that deal w- with uh, Mitchell Trubisky with the Bears. I mentioned it yesterday in the program with, with Mike Shanahan in D.C., essentially three number ones to move up to number two in the Andrew Luck draft when the Colts were locked in at one with Luck and the, then Redskins traded all that capital to go to two to get Robert Griffin the third out of Baylor that year, right? There will be a team calling the Bears knowing that the Texans at two are going to draft a quarterback. Now, if the Texans, we don't know who the head coach is going to be. We don't know who's really going to be calling that shot. Like, if it's Sean Payton, I'm just throwing that out there. Sean Payton's going to want to pick the quarterback, right? If it's somebody of that ilk that goes to Houston, they're going to say, well, if I'm coming here, I'm picking the quarterback. And we're sitting at two. And if I don't like one and I like the other, you know what that would mean? Houston would have to negotiate with Chicago to get the pick they could have had if they just lost the game on Sunday. Yeah, but again, I I said this yesterday. I'm not a fan of the indictment. The players play. Yes. But to me, it's not. I, I don't think it's a criticism. Your job is to go out there and win games. And you know what? If the front office wants to sabotage it, let them do that. And then you know what? You tell them. Then you should. To your point you made yesterday, you yes. should have fired Lovey Smith in advance. Before the game. But even still, the 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 guy coming in for the one game, he's going to try and win. So sure. I, I'm not. Look, I can tell you right now, you're not sitting here trying to create a scenario where like, hey, where my replacement comes in, I want to make sure he's comfortable. You know what? Hell with him. I don't care about him. No doubt. I'm worried about what's going to be in the future here. I'm trying to do the best job I can because I want to be on this team or I want to be somewhere else in the league next year. Agree with everything you said. And the reality remains that because Houston went out and won, don't tell me that all quarterbacks in the draft are created equal. Like this theory of, well, it doesn't matter. If somebody trades up to one, they'll get the other guy. That's not the way this works. You look back historically, right? When you have Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf, one and two. One guy works out, one guy doesn't. Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin third. Yeah, RG3 had a great rookie year. That was it. This is not one of those fail-safes that because we're at two and you're Houston, we'll get the other guy, and that's going to work out just fine. That's not the way this process traditionally works. So they better be sure they get the guy they want, and right now because of losing that game on Sunday, they don't hold those cards. The Bears do. So somebody's going to be calling Ryan Poles to move up potentially to one to get the guy they actually want. The Bryce Young situation is fascinating to me because, I I mean, it is – you're hearing NFL draft scouts, you know, and NFL scouts compare his abilities to Patrick Mahomes, like, which is incredible. But well, as you bring up all the time, the size thing. Well, that's the thing you know I was going to say. How much is that going to matter? I'm hearing five ten. I know he's going to go at six feet, right? That's what Drew Brees was six feet tall. Sure, he was. <laughs> if he was standing on the LA County phone book. No, I'm with you. Though. If Drew Brees is listed as six feet, yeah, he's six three then, right? I mean, again, I remember when Robert Griffin III was coming into DC and they were all quarreling over six, two and three quarters or six, two and a half. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Bryce Young listed at six feet, 195. No chance. No, you're absolutely no right chance. about that. But here, here's the other thing My ID says 5'11. Your ID says 5'11? You can say whatever you want. Dude, you should be arrested for fraud. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to call Dave you out on that one. Dave and I have had this conversation. My, yeah. Mine says 5'10", I think. Yeah. I'm like 5'8", like in reality. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in, in Chicago, when I was getting my new ID, when I moved there from Virginia, this had never happened. She said, how tall are you? And I said, 5'10". She went, like, I'm going to measure you. <laughs> she, she He was uh, given the finger pointing forward like, come here. Like, there's no chance you're 5'10". <laughs> she but she did the, the Parles camera thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me my camera. <laughs> me you're 5'8", right? So, But that's what's going to happen here with Bryce Young. Well, we know C.J. Stroud is the legit size that you're looking for as an NFL quarterback. Hold on a second. I got to go back to this 5'11". Is your license really say 5'11"? 5'10". Well, let me ask you a question. It's not like some female is working the door going, oh, you're Rossi, you're 5'10", you got a shot now. I mean, what difference does it make on the license? The only person, as a matter of fact, I would go with 5'6 if I were 5'8". Maybe the cop would feel a little bit well, sorry I was going to say, what you? if it's a really attractive a police officer, she pulls me over and says, oh, 5'10"? Well, how many? Yeah, how maybe he, if I get him out of the car. in the car, Dave. She yeah. has no idea. He's sitting down. Because you know height matters when it comes to men. <laughs> so 5'10 <laughs> makes me feel better. But that's what Bryce Young's doing. He's doing me on the, on the driver's license. He's not six feet tall. There's no chance in hell. 
Dave's driver's license was issued by the Alabama Sports Information Department, apparently. <laughs> I'm six feet two ten. <laughs> Dave's driving an H2 Hover. He's like, yeah, that's right, 5'11". <laughs> I, I, honestly, I had no idea people you, lie about their heights on their driver's that's license. That's not lying. If I'm really, if I stretch out, I can get to 5'10". I got my tippy toes. Will Levis, we know, is legit size that you're looking for from yeah. a quarterback. I think C.J. Stroud is big enough for an NFL quarterback. And, and by the way, when you see a guy like Justin Herbert, and I know his Oregon career was not what people thought, but you know what they did? They did the dog and pony show. And they went, this guy is big. Josh Allen, man, accuracy is an issue. Played at a small school, Wyoming. This guy is big, right? They eat Justin Fields. Okay, Ohio State, Randall. He's big. They want big Mobile quarterbacks. That's the way the NFL is going. And no disrespect to Bryce Young. He's an electric player to watch. He's not big. He's mobile. And he can throw it. So, and he's accurate. But he's not big. So you're saying you wouldn't bet him at minus 125? No. Well, again, unless a team falls in love with him and will move up to one. I don't think that's a good wager at minus $1.25 because the Bears are there at one. And if the Bears don't get the deal they're looking for, they'll take Will Anderson number one. He's six to one. Yeah, you know, the problem from the betting standpoint now is the Bears in this, because now you can go Anderson, you can go Carter. Absolutely. Or somebody move up. I, I still believe Bryce Young, more accurate than C.J. Stroud, but, and mobility is better. Mm -hmm. And he's a Houdini in the pocket. But I'm going to tell you, when you go to these pro days, Stroud's going to blow him away. Yep. He's 6'3", 215, and he can make every single throw in the book. Kind of like my license, 6'3", 215. This, this is always a information-based betting event, the NFL draft. But it, Amal, this could be a situation where maybe take a nice plus price on C.J. Stroud before pro days and combines happen and then see if this market ends up flipping. By the way, my hair grows up, not out. So when it's <laughs> up, it yeah, can, man, legit 5'10". Easy 5'10". When we come back, we'll get them all's thoughts on college basketball, maybe dip our toe in the NBA as well. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. Get pro-level insights into the sports betting market with VSIN's Betting Splits. See what people are betting and keep updated on how the market is reacting. Track up-to-the-minute percentage of bets placed on a matchup. Compare that to the breakdown of money spent on the same matchup to find an edge. For betting splits, live odds, line moves, and power ratings, plus game analysis, become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Head to vcin.com slash subscribe. If you didn't catch Follow the Money, here's what you missed. Like, what do you think the conversations were like with Lovey before the game started? I don't think there were one. I mean, I wrote about this on Friday, Mitch. You know, I, I mean, I pretty much laid out exactly how it was going to go, and it actually went that way. Here, here's what happened. I mean, Lovey's fighting for his job. He feels like I got a chance to, he thinks he's coming back. Mm -hmm. And you can't walk down his the office and say, hey, Lovey. We want the first pick overall. Why don't you lose this game? And then on Monday morning, fire him. He's going to say, like, what's the deal here? I mean, so there was no conversations. That things probably in that building, I'm sure they didn't even have a conversation. There's no alignment in that building to begin with. Everybody knows it's a complete disaster down there. So, you know, it, 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 it didn't, you know, so it didn't surprise me that, A, he was going to do everything in his power to win the game because that's what coaches want to do. They want to win to save their jobs. Understandable. Follow the money weekdays at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Once a dysfunctional mess, the Brooklyn Nets have seemingly pulled it together and are moving their way up the NBA championship odds board. I'm Ben Wilson at VEASAN, the sports betting network. It still remains Eastern Conference rival Boston who sit atop the odds board at plus 360 as the Celts remain the number one team in the East after a big Christmas Day win over the Milwaukee Bucks, leading the NBA in both points per game and offensive efficiency. Meanwhile, a 12-game winning streak brought the Nets from 14-1 on December 1st all the way down to 6-1, team number one in the league in shooting percentage 
at over 50%. Team's also been very good on the defensive end. The Nets leading the league with nearly seven blocks a game. Meanwhile, in the East, the Bucks have scuffled, going through a 4-6 and six stretch as they've fallen off to plus 650 to win it all, while the Warriors are leading the charge out of the West, 8-1 to one to win it all, with the Clippers closely behind at plus 850. Go to vsun.com slash subscribe to become a vsun Pro subscriber today. Check out the vsun store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right design, color, and size perfect just for you. You'll find VEASAN hats and even VEASAN coffee mugs all in our online store. Just go to VEASAN.com slash store and order now. That's VEASAN.com slash store. Check out VEASAN's catalog of daily podcasts on your favorite listening platform. We've got daily podcasts like Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Peterson, who goes through every college basketball game happening that day. And the GM Shuffle with Michael Lombardi, where he breaks down pro football from a former NFL exec's perspective. Plus, we have weekly shows including Hardwood Handicappers with Jonathan Von Tobel, who analyzes the NBA from top to bottom. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts for our full catalog of shows. VEASAN, the sports betting. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance bet, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. It is a whole new ball game. Rolling on on this Tuesday edition of Big Bets here with Amal Shaw, Dave Ross with you. Of course, we're going to have uh, Frank Schwab join us at the top of the hour as we do each and every Tuesday to talk all things NFL. Calvin Watkins is going to join us from Dallas in preparation of the Cowboys game against the Buccaneers in hour number two. So really football heavy hour number two coming up. Cannot wait for those discussions. But Amal, this is the time of year now. College football is done, Yep. right? NFL playoffs begin. We've turned the calendar to a new year. This is when Johnny come lately is like yours truly start to look at college basketball. Go college football's over. I turn the page to college basketball. You have already been watching for the better part of two months. You got to jump in the market. And and now I think you've already discerned what I'm going to find out by watching the good teams versus the bad teams. We're in a conference play. Let's go to Butler against the Johnnies here. Luke Carnesecca, sadly, is not wearing that great sweater. The 80s are over for the Johnnies. What do you make of St. John's now at home against the Butler Bulldogs? When you think Butler, you think defense. But it's a high total at 149. It's not your dad's Butler Bulldogs. I don't know if Kelly's got Pegasus spyware on my phone or not, but he knows this is my top play of the day. I love the Johnnies at home here tonight. Uh, This is a great number. I don't like this Butler team. Look, they've improved under Thad Mata, but they're not that good. They're challenged offensively. Mm -hmm. You've got a team in St. John's that's going to continue to press, press, and and what I mean by put pressure on you offensively, defensively. Yeah, turn you over. Exactly. Well said. And I I think that's the difference in this one. I like St. John's here, lane three and a half. I would go with this one up to four, even up to four and a half, but preferably max at four. To me, Look, if you're going to go win this game on the road, if you're Butler, my hat's off to you. But this is a play I'm making every day of the week. You mentioned Thad Mata there at Butler. Mm-hmm. Again, old people like myself think of Ohio State. We think of Xavier back in the day with Thad and in his style. Is that why now Butler, which was offensively challenged for, for a long time, even though they had success playing that kind of style they did, with Thad, is it going to be more up-tempo and try to get the ball out of the basket and keep moving? No, they're, they're a slow-paced team. They're not They're not necessarily moving. They just don't have the shooting right now when you look at this team. I mean, they're okay from, uh, you know, overall at mm-hmm. uh, 46%, but from the perimeter, just 34%. This is not a great, talented team from an offensive standpoint. And the one thing you got to worry about playing St. John's is the offensive glass. They're, they are tremendous in terms of getting on the offensive glass. I think it'll be a challenge here. Uh, for Butler in this matchup to be able to keep the Johnnies off the glass. When you say glass in St. John's, I think of Willie Glass back in the 80s, baby. That guy could jump through the gym back there with Walter Berry and the boys. Uh, let's get to Florida and LSU. This would be in the SEC, and right now you're looking at uh, LSU at home catching a small number here against the Gators going on the road. The total uh, a little bit low here at 135.5 for this SEC clash. What do you make of these two teams here as we round into uh, January? Yeah, slight advantage to the Gators at the free throw line, about 75% as a team. Uh, but to me, LSU, who comes in having lost two in a row, 
A good opportunity to get back at home at the Maravich Center. Losing at Kentucky by three, no shame in that. And losing in College Station. I mean, A&M has been inconsistent this year. But I look at this LSU team, Dave. I don't understand this line. The Gators being a road favorite Mm. here. Um, Williams has been tremendous in terms of scoring the basketball for this team. Averaging 18 points a game. I would go with the home dog here in this matchup. I didn't play this game, but I like LSU over Florida here. Is this a scenario where we're looking at money line to extrapolate a little bit more value at plus $1.15 instead of taking the two? Yes, but not only that, I think the other thing when you take the money line where the advantage comes in is this. Let's say LSU jumps out to a 12-point halftime lead. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say LSU's minus $4, $4.50 at that point. Gators are plus Three fifty, three seventy-five. You can bet about a thirty-year bet on the LSU money line, and you can put yourself in a scenario mm. where you have zero risk in the game, or you could potentially go for a middle. So, just depending on the situation. But as you know, I am a fan of taking the money line in these situations. Uh, Long term, it's so much more profitable because look, if LSU were to lose this game, is it your theory that they're going to lose by, by one? one? And two, you get a refund. I get that, but. You know, you let's say tomorrow we come back on the show and we're talking about this. They're like, oh, you're an idiot. They lost by one. Maybe. But you know what the reality of it is? Over the course of the long haul, yep. this is going to be much, much more profitable at plus 115 than it is going to be at uh, minus, minus 110. 110. I mean, exactly. You're paying 25 cents, yeah, for the chance of it landing on one point. I wanted to ask you a more macro college basketball handicapping question, Amal. I was not aware there was going to be economics, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned free throw shooting percentage. Yeah. Is that something you'll look at more in college basketball? Because you know I do a lot with NBA. It's something I barely look at because the NBA teams all shoot a very high percentage. Correct. But, but here's where it matters to me. It's for guard play, right? Like, you'll have teams who have big men that can't shoot free throws. Mm-hmm. Well, hard for uh, Georgetown, terrific free throw shooter. They shoot well as a team. Generally speaking, in college basketball, when the numbers are skewed and the team has a bad free throw percentage, you will have one or two guys who may get fouled quite a bit that are the outliers. What you want is guys in your backcourt that can shoot free throws because late game situations when you're trying to cover a number of four and a half, five and a half, six and a half, you need guys that can make them at the line. Yeah. And generally, you're looking at your guards. You're looking at your, your one, your two, and your three. What do these guys shoot from the free throw line? You want somebody that's going to be about 72, 73 or better. So that way you're comfortable that they're probably going to make five out of six down the stretch. Derek Coleman just makes the front end of a one-on-one against uh, Indiana back in 1987. Syracuse has got another national championship. But I'll let that go with big men and miss, missing free throws and key spots. <laughs> Let's get to North Carolina. They mm-hmm. were uh, number one in the land to begin this season. They have, boy, have the mighty fallen. Unranked right now for Hubert Davis. And the Tar Heels. Now they go to Charlottesville. Tough place to play. You know that pack line defense for Tony Bennett and company. Wahoo Wah is going to lay four and a half against the Heels. What do you make of this? And and for a Virginia game to see a total in the 30s, 133 here feels high. Yeah, remember revenge from last year's NC, uh, excuse me, uh, game in the ACC tournament. Mm -hmm. North Carolina smoked them by 20 points in this one, 63-43. I think if you are Virginia, lower the scoring, it it favors you a little bit. But I didn't play this game. I'm looking forward to this matchup. Um, Just stay away from this. Look, Carolina is playing a little bit better. But I'm not buying into them completely. I think Virginia is a very good team. You mentioned it, what they can do defensively. For me, it's going to come down to what does Carolina do on the perimeter? Carolina has not shot the ball well on the perimeter. Just 32% so far this year. They've got to be better than that. And I look at Carolina as not being that effective. Uh, going to stay away from this one. If you like Carolina plus four and a half, no, no qualms there. If you like Virginia, I, I don't have an argument against that either. So this is a tough one for me. You know, Michigan State got a big emotional win over the weekend. Uh, maybe while some people were just like myself watching pro football. And they, you didn't ladle some of that three and a half gravy? As they pound the Wolverines and Juwan Howard and company. Now it's a pick at mm-hmm. Scani. This field, it's not trappy because, again, I, I think it's its already baked in. I'm surprised Wisconsin's not a small favorite here, and you get the pick and price. Do you like the Bucky Badger in this one? I, I would lean towards Wisconsin. Look, there are certain teams, uh, Duke, uh, Kansas, winning games at home, Wisconsin, and another one at the Kohl Center. Yep. They're just unbelievable. For me, I'm going to stay off of this game because I think Michigan State's probably on a neutral, a better team than uh, Wisconsin. But I, I'm telling you, you see some of the best games in the Big Man. Ten when Sparty goes up to uh, Madison you mentioned that game. The one loss that they have was against Appleby and Wake Forest earlier this year in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a game that I know Wisconsin regrets having lost that one, but 6-1 and one overall so far this year at home. I think Wisconsin's quietly got a good team. Um, look, I'm not betting Sparty here, but if I'm betting the game, and I, I probably will end up maybe on Wisconsin here, I mean, the only play, way I'm playing this one is Wisconsin. That's over. exactly my read, too, especially yeah. coming off that emotional win against your arch rival uh, in Michigan over the weekend. 
One of the games I just want to pick your brain about, it is UConn. It's the team that you know very, very well, and you've been on them a lot, and I know they've cashed a lot of tickets for you now. They're going to go on the road against Shaka mm-hmm. and company. You know, as a VCU alum, I'm going to be partial to Shaka Smart no matter where he is. Now he's at Marquette. And Marquette's only catching two against one of the elite teams in college basketball. I think early season we can say that. It's, it's safe to say now that about UConn. What do you make of Shaka in the uh, in right now Marquette possibly pulling an upset against a marquee team right now in UConn? Yeah, this is uh, for a game tomorrow between oh, Connecticut right. and Marquette, so this is one to pay oh, attention to. But to me, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Marquette's been tremendous so far this year. I think probably the most underrated team, not from a ranking standpoint, is to come in at 25, but just I don't think people are paying attention. Nine and one so far at home this year. But I'm going to tell you, not my traditional type of play, taking a road favorite here, lane two in this spot, but I think the size of Connecticut is the difference in this one. I like this Huskies team to be able to win win the game on the road here. Hawkins has been tremendous. We know what Sanayigo has been able to do. Newton shoots the ball very well for this team from the perimeter. I'm going to go with um, Connecticut on the road here to get a two-point. They're laying two here. I'll take them against And Marquette. maybe get that now because this time tomorrow when we're talking about this game, does that number come down? No, I think it goes, goes up, up. Probably, probably up to three. Look, I think as good as Marquette has been, and you give them a ton of credit for the wins that they've had, mm-hmm. but dismantling teams like, you know, Georgetown, um, Seton Hall at home. They've played a pretty good schedule so far. Creighton, as they've gotten into the crux of the conference schedule. But overall, I'm not buying them as much. I still think the road to the Big East this year goes through stores. I think the team in Omaha and Creighton is going to be very, very good when you get towards March and you get to the Big East tournament. But for me right now, the UConn Huskies are the cream of the crop. I have them as a Tier 1 team in college Ooh. basketball, right just slightly behind the Houston Cougars. All right, that's one we're going to keep an eye on for tomorrow and see where that line might go. But Amal's point here is if you like the Huskies, you better jump on that two yeah. now because you think that goes up before they get to tip there in uh, Milwaukee against Marquette. Okay, when we come back, we're going to catch up with Frank Schwab. I can't wait to pick Frank's brain about the NFL weekend. It should be wild what's coming up this weekend and even a Monday night tilt as well between the Bucks and the Cowboys. That's next here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare managing your diabetes just got easier the powerful new dexcom g7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks and because dexcom g7 is the most accurate cgm system you can be confident in your food exercise and medication decisions and all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower a1c get started at dexcom.com dexcom data on file 2023 if your glucose alerts and readings from the g7 do not match symptoms or expectations use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions for a list of compatible devices visit dexcom.com compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16 2024 see participating retailer for details